1: University of Colorado, 30 years in the ring, fighting for truth, justice, and the American way,
2: Dan Kaplan. Oh, glad you're here on this incredibly gorgeous afternoon across the Rockies. I don't know if there's ever been a nicer day in the trees right now, in the Denver metro area. Absolutely stunning. So glad you were here uh, talking about, and it's weird, isn't it? Because it's such a beautiful day, and you, your day's probably been full of all the stuff that normally keeps you occupied. And it just doesn't feel like uh, America must have felt like during the Cuban Missile Crisis. And it's not exactly like that right now, right? And, in fact, it's a much different scenario. But I submit to you that we are closer right now to, to God forbid, a true World War III scenario than we've been since the Cuban Missile Crisis. And every move that's made right now, I think, is going to be so critical in determining whether we tip this way or that way. Fortunately, JFK made the right moves at the right time back in 1963, and the world was spared a nuclear holocaust. Uh, Right now, how do you think Joe Biden's doing? You know, I've been talking about that a lot on the show today. Now, uh, among other things, I want to get you this polling, really important polling, because it comes from... Uh, a big-time respected pollster, which isn't in the pocket of either political party, should be headlines all over Colorado because it's really good for Republicans, but it isn't because it's really good for Republicans. So I want to get you that info that you're probably not going to get many other places around here. Before we do that, though, I, I want to give you some info you probably don't have right now, and, and it's you're going to find it very, very interesting and telling. Because yesterday, as as you know, as soon as reports were that that hospital in Gaza had been bombed by Israel and 500 killed, you know, that that was obviously a gift to and extremely helpful to the Nazis, right? That the people trying to uh, eliminate the Jews. And so it was run with all over the world, that story, which you had to know in your gut just in the beginning, hey, in the first minute, you had to know, chances are very small that was Israel, right? Just very small. And it turns out now, it clearly, unequivocally, was not Israel. But there are some other facts there, some other facts there that, that I think you'll find fascinating. But look, this is against the backdrop of Rashida Talib. She has not withdrawn this, right, Ryan? She has not withdrawn this tweet, quote, Israel just bombed the Baptist Hospital, killing 500 Palestinians, doctors, children, patients, just like that. Uh, At POTUS, this is what happens when you refuse to facilitate a ceasefire and help de-escalate. In other words, Talib wants the Nazis to be able to go in and mass rape and burn alive and cut heads off children and do all of that and then not face any consequences, right? That's what she clearly wants. Now, best of my knowledge, she has not corrected that yet, even though any honest person anywhere in the world would have to acknowledge right now Israel didn't do that. In fact, Hamas did it. Now, probably not intentionally, though I wouldn't put it past him, but the evidence indicates that it was a rocket that misfired. A rocket they were trying to use to kill Jews. Innocent Jews. In any case. And Tlaib, as I understand the media reporting, Ryan, I was not there. Correct me if I'm wrong. As I understand the media reporting, she's out there continuing to spew these lies ...to a big group near the Capitol, and then the group suddenly illegally storms the Capitol and occupies the Capitol, right? So, have the Democrats formed their... what's the date today? 18th. 18th? Have the Democrats formed their October
3: 18th committee? Yet? <laughs> no, and the Republicans won't either. Yeah. No. Because we're not going to throw those kind of punches. But, uh, Talib was asked by reporters... On more than one occasion, if she was going to retract the content of the tweet that you just read, and she would not respond. Yeah, which is a response, right. But anyway, here here are the new facts I wanted to get
2: you that, that you're probably not aware of yet. First of all, both Republican and Democratic leaders of the House and Senate Intelligence Committees have come out and said, after being fully briefed on the intelligence related to this, that this was not the result of Israeli military action, right? I mean, where's that in the headlines? But this is, this is a big one. All these reports about, no matter where it came from, and it clearly came from Hamas and not Israel, all these reports that 500 people were killed at the hospital? The Wall Street Journal reporting is, is that at most it was 50. I wish it had been none. At most it was 50. Now listen to these facts. By the way, the hospital itself, the main building, wasn't even hit, right? You've had all these images through all this gleeful reporting on CNN, MSNBC, etc., of this horrible scene of this hospital being devastated by an Israeli airstrike and 500 dead people in the hospital. The main hospital building didn't suffer any significant damage. Listen to the reporting from the Wall Street Journal. The small size of the open area where the explosion occurred, coupled with limited shockwave damage, was inconsistent with the death toll claimed by Palestinian Health Ministry, seven open-source intelligence analysts said. Photos and videos taken, and I'm looking at one right now, taken at the site of the blast show a very shallow crater in the parking lot outside and that the hospital compound's buildings hadn't sustained major damage. And then they show aerial shots of a shallow crater in a parking lot, but the hospital building's intact. Yeah. And listen, you expect the Nazis to lie, right? You expect the Iranian regime, Hamas, to lie. That's just a given. That's just another form of their evil. You would hope that you would get responsible reporting from so-called major outlets, and you would hope that an elected U.S. Congressperson or people plural would not go out and spread the lie. and And was the spreading of that lie then responsible for this mass illegal behavior as as a mob attacked the Capitol today? Yeah, we'll see where that investigation goes, which is in no way to minimize how horrible. J6 was. But we come back to those issues of equal application of the law. And, and one of the most toxic forces in America today is the way the left is weaponizing the justice system so that Republicans are prosecuted for things Democrats would never be prosecuted for. And Democrats aren't prosecuted for things they should always be prosecuted for. You want to destabilize and undermine this nation? confidence in the system, etc. That's how you go about doing it, and that is what the left is doing. 855-405-8255, the number. So what do you do, Ryan Shuling? Israel has always been willing to sacrifice lots of innocent lives, referring to their brave troops, as America has, in order to spare innocent people in the course of crushing the enemy. Israel has every right and, and duty to crush this enemy here. So one of the greatest military challenges a nation has ever faced knowing that most people in palestine most people in gaza in this example are themselves essentially hostages of hamas knowing there are many many innocent people who are are forced to live under this nazi occupation in gaza how do you thoroughly eradicate and eliminate Hamas, which you have to do
3: if you're Israel, right? How do you do that and still spare the innocent? You don't spare them. You have to minimize the collateral damage, but that's all you can go for. And they've already warned, Dan, we've talked about this, those Palestinians who are not affiliated with Hamas to go to the south. And there's been plenty of warning, and they're going to have to... But Hamas isn't letting them go. That's, Call them the, the Nazis. Then, the Nazis aren't letting Then, Dan, then it's up to the Palestinians to make a choice between bad and worse. Either you stay under the thumb of Hamas and suffer the consequences, or you take the risk to get the hell out of there and not be there once hellfire and brimstone rains down upon you. Yeah,
2: but, but with these Nazis, you're talking about people who will, you defy them? You know, they'll kill your entire family in front of your face, but they'll, they'll rape your wife and daughters first. What would you so tell, it's easy for us to say from the comfort would, of a What would you tell studio. the
3: German civilians before the siege of Berlin? What would you tell them? Huh. I mean,
2: you'd, you'd tell them the obvious. Do everything you possibly can to, to get away from that evil regime. And then you come back to, realistically, what can the... Those, palette, those in Gaza who are innocent, and I think there are many. Hamas, raw evil. They're Nazis. But... You know, I've heard different numbers on this, Ryan. You know, I've I've heard that that these Hamas Nazis are, how many? Maybe 100,000? Controlling then millions, but whatever that breakdown is. Mm -hmm. I think we come back to the question of, as a practical matter, what can the innocent people in Gaza, whatever their numbers may be, do to protect themselves, given the evil of Hamas. But when we come back, let's devote a segment to it, because I really would love to hear from you on this. 855-405-8255. I'm sure you think about it all the time, as I do. Obviously, Israeli leadership, military leadership, thoroughly absorbed in this right now. They've got to eliminate Hamas. Totally. But how do you do that while sparing the innocent, who are themselves captives of Hamas? 855-405-8255, text Dan, D-A-N, 57739. 22 on this glorious afternoon. Glad you're here. So how would you do it? Okay, Israel, it it has to eradicate Hamas, yet Hamas has uh, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of hostages in the form of of innocent Palestinians in Gaza. So how do you execute that operation as well as humanly possible? 855-405-8255, the number. Text Dan, D-A-N, 57739. A texter says, Dan, I think the president is playing chess with his eyes closed. Uh, We were talking earlier, and I'll play some of the sound again, of um, uh, Biden, unfortunately, just appearing at times very weak and frail and discombobulated on the worldwide stage in Israel. And uh, good he has the carriers there, and and it's good he went there to support them, but not good that he was so obviously weak in the process of doing it. I mean, who in their right mind calls the Nazis who have just mass-raped Israeli women, the Nazis who have just burned children and old people alive, beheaded soldiers. Who calls them, quote-unquote, the other team? I was
4: deeply saddened and outraged by the uh, explosion at the hospital in Gaza yesterday. And based on what I've seen, it appears as though it was done by the other team.
2: The Nazis, the other team. And then it uh, went downhill from there. You
4: know... Uh, Years ago, I asked the Secretary of State when he and I were working in the Senate to write something for our man. He said, uh, he wrote a line that uh, I think is appropriate. He said, uh, it's not, we lead, uh, not just, uh, well, I won't go into it, I'll wait later. Mm-hmm. Take it later. Taking too much time.
2: Yeah, in other words, he completely forgot what he was going to say. it um, Now, you know, here's Biden issuing a warning to Israel.
4: Justice must be done. But I caution this while you feel that rage. Don't be consumed by it. After 9-11, we were enraged in the United States. While we sought justice and got justice, we also made mistakes.
2: Wow. You know, how outrageous is that? Listen, mistakes, are made. mistakes have been made by all the greatest American presidents in wartime. All of them. The issue has been whether they have done so many great things that they overcame their mistakes and and the greats did that Abraham George Washington did it Abraham Lincoln did it um Washington did it as, as a general in his capacity as a general Lincoln did it in his capacity as a president they made big mistakes but then they did tremendous brilliant things to overcome those mistakes FDR did it but will Biden do it but but to but to say the mistakes that were made after nine eleven were made out of rage, now, I'd, I'd love to hear him expound on that. Is he talking... And, and what, what right does he have to... I'm sorry, Brian, go ahead. What, what right does he have to be lecturing Israel right now, implying <laughs> that, that the Israeli leadership is now going to make mistakes because they're outraged? How condescending, how belittling and, and how undeserved? I mean, you you look at the tremendous restraint that Israel has already shown—always shown,
3: Always shown. But, but but already
2: shown after October 7th. What's the date today? It's the eighteenth. Eleven days. Yes. Yeah, so
3: that, if you're going to ask me, to, that was Dan, I think very insulting to Israel. But here's the here's the thing I can't understand, and that I can't crack, and that is, if you're going to ask me which leader do I trust more, have more respect for. Volodymyr Zelensky in Ukraine or Benjamin Netanyahu in Israel it is obviously the latter if you're going to ask me who's a stronger ally to the United States and has been since their inception Israel or the Ukraine it's Israel is he giving this kind of lecture to Zelensky in right. Ukraine about yeah. the war with Russia no he's yeah. letting Ukraine fight the war as they see fit right Yeah. then why not do the same for no. Netanyahu in Israel
2: that, that, is, that is a very fair point my friend very fair point interesting text here Interesting text. I want to get to all of them. Dan, I know this is off subject, but why is it Polis made it to Pueblo rather quickly to give his input on the train derailment, but it took him so long to decide what to do for the Club Q shooting? Right, because Club Q, remember, it was nine days before he got down there. Now, now he had COVID in the beginning. I still think he should have gone down and used protective measures, but, but he had COVID in the beginning. But it was six days after he was back in the office after COVID that he didn't go down there. He only goes down to Club Q after the national attention has waned. All the big national cameras are gone. He does kind of a little bit of a drive-by visit late in the day where he had a bunch of other appointments down there. So, so yeah, fascinating point. Fascinating point. 855 the number. Other texts, let's get to them while I'm here. Dan, Nikki Haley is a warmonger. Let's stop promoting her, please. I don't believe Nikki Haley is a warmonger. I think you have... Reasonable people with different views on how to best protect the United States of America. I, I don't think she's a warmonger at all. I think that I think that peace through strength has proven itself
0: to work.
3: I think Nikki Haley is from that camp. Kind of on the other side of that, she's kind of had a tiff with DeSantis and Jake Tapper. CNN was. Uh, questioning her on this, on the comments that Desantis made, but one of the comments she made that she caught a lot of heat for, Dan, from Laura Ingram, from Mark Levin, and from Desantis himself, was saying, "Quote: You can separate civilians from terrorists, and that's what we have to do." And again, implying that maybe we should take on some Palestinian refugees. She tried to clean well, I, that up I, later, but yeah,
2: it yeah. was odd to me. Isn't that issue the innocent Palestinians who are essentially hostages of Hamas? Reign, isn't that an easy one? Don't they just have to go to Qatar? Which is backed Hamas I and agree. Qatar incredible I, I was in Qatar a couple of months ago. Don't they just have to go there? I mean it's incredibly wealthy, it's incredibly beautiful. It, 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 you know, Qatar's been backing Hamas, send them to Qatar hundred percent and and you know, and to these other countries that have been backing Hamas, send them there. I mean, but these innocent people deserve to be cared for, but you got to send them to those countries that are in the region and but, have been backing Hamas.
3: but uh, one step further, We heard from the King of Jordan, we've heard from Egypt, and I think Qatar as well. They don't want to take these Palestinian refugees. Mm Why? Hmm. If they're civilians, if they're innocent, why don't they want to take them? I I
2: think the answer is obvious, right? I mean, I think that those, well, on multiple levels, but, but I think Biden needs to put them on the spot. Don't be standing there lecturing Israel about, like, little children. Oh, I know you're angry, but don't let your anger... You know, get you carried away. He's lecturing Israel? When he's the one, you look at Biden, he's the one who just handed Iran $6 billion. He's the one who's helped Iran refill its coffer so it could uh, afford to go out and perpetuate this evil. He's lecturing Israel? No, lecture Qatar. Lecture these other nations who've been supporting Hamas. Take in these refugees. They're innocent. You take them in Thank you for that, Ryan. I know there are some folks out there who mock prayer, but but listen, the reality is, yeah, I think all the time, but certainly in a moment like this, where, where you see our great ally Israel faced with this existential threat, and and the only answer to it, right, is to eradicate Hamas. But but you have to do that without the mass killing of innocent people in Gaza, because Hamas essentially has most of the people in Gaza as as hostages themselves. So how do you do that? And, and that's where, hey, you know, prayer, divine intervention. I mean, look at the people who founded this country. For the people who mock prayer and divine intervention, look at uh, all these brilliant folks who got together to do the Declaration of Independence and supported the Declaration of Independence by betting their lives. What they say in the last line of the Declaration of Independence? Right? With reliance with reliance on the divine they risk their lives their fortune their sacred honor so I, I do believe in, in prayer always but especially in a moment like this because it's probably going to take a little extra here right to avoid a war that could just explode in so many different ways but Israel they have to eradicate Hamas they, they have to for their own survival right You like I'm missing something tell me Mark and Loveland, you're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome.
1: Hi, Dan. Um, I think, well, first of all, I'm very pro-Israel on this. But from what I hear, like, I I don't think you can do Like, I've been actually pretty impressed with how Biden has handled this. And I'm kind of with Ryan on this. There's not much you can do when you have your, your opponents are terrorists that use human shields, like civilians, like how... How do you deal with that? Like, Biden is a politician. He has to kind of play to both sides a little bit. But objectively, he has supported Israel. Like, he sent two carrier strike groups over there. He's made it very clear, like you said, don't. Like, like it was very firm in one of his first speeches. So, like, to me, the, the larger issue at play here is like the younger generations are. Like, I saw some stats, the, the younger generation's college kids, like, 50% of them are, like, pro-Hamas. Like, that, that stuff scares me.
2: Where do you like think that comes mind, think from?
1: He's actually done a pretty good job.
2: How, how do you get a, a Democrat state rep, and I want to play that sound as well, how do you get a Democrat state representative out in the street while, while the blood's still literally flowing in the streets of Israel, apparently, and certainly my opinion, celebrating these vicious attacks? Uh, on the innocent, how do you get a Democrat state representative out there doing that? How do you have these these people on college campuses, you know, chanting in in favor of the mass murder of these innocent Jewish people? But what do you think Mark is behind that? Where does that come from? And then you have others who dress it up a little bit, but but there's good reason to think it's coming from the same kind kind of Nazi mentality. Where do you think that comes
1: from? Um, I I think there's something really dark happening in the college and university system in America, and like there, it's it's openly Marxist, communist ideals coming from these kids, and and you know, as a natural, I mean, it, if, if that's your ideology, then it only makes sense you would support terrorists like Hamas. And I so but where? I think but where does
2: the, the I- mark? Where, sorry to interrupt, my friend. Where does the ideology come from? Where does the hatred? Of Jews come from? First, I don't get that at all. Where does the hatred of Jews come from? Where does it come from to the point that you would celebrate Jewish women being brutally raped and paraded through the streets bleeding, babies being beheaded, uh, adults being beheaded, old people being lit on fire? Where does that barbaric, satanic um, hatred of Jews come from? Dan, I've
1: asked myself that. A lot in the last week or so, or since this tragedy happened, I, I just don't understand it. It's like it's been a real mask off moment for a lot of the left. I think where uh, there's open divide now within the left. They're realizing half of the, the people within their party are, are supporting terrorists that will murder babies. I mean, it's insane. So I, I, where the exact source of the hatred comes from, I, I don't well, know. I, I almost feel like there's. It's China or someone like trying to sew these things in or or systems or something like that because I just don't understand how it could go um, down. Where
2: where, where does this come from, Mark? You've got Donald Trump, okay? He only has four years, but you've got Donald Trump who made this historic progress in protecting Israel, and he had it right. You know, you had to defang and defund Iran, and, and Trump did that. You know, he got out of the disastrous nuclear arms deal, which would have given Iran, which promised to wipe Israel off the face of the earth, a nuclear weapon. They just had to wait a little while, which they weren't going to do anyway. They're going to go get it. And then he deprived Iran of the vast majority of its oil money. So Iran didn't have the money to be going out and doing the kinds of things it did on October 7th. And then you have Biden come in and he immediately sets to work to refund Iran. To the point where, then, on the anniversary of nine eleven, he he hands Iran six billion dollars, and, and Iran can now afford to go out and do the kind of evil things you saw on October seventh. Where, where does that kind of mentality toward Israel come from, on the major Democratic Party policy
1: level? Well, I I think you. I mean, you just I heard they they withhold that six billion. They actually put, like put that on hold. I I think this whole tragedy is a real waking up moment for them i don't think it's going to be playing nice with uh, uh, iran moving forward i I agree that was a massive mistake trump had it right and
2: but you could see it coming right and and mark anybody anybody could see it coming right that trump cuts off much of iran's oil money and all of a sudden israel is better protected the mid-east is much more calm and then biden comes in and, and he allows Iran to replenish uh, that their monetary reserves. A- and then you see all this trouble start. Anybody could see that coming. Mark, appreciate you calling the show. And listen, man, I'm with you. I've said it on the show. I'm glad that Biden uh, sent the carrier groups to the East. I'm glad he says the U.S. is behind Israel. Uh, I was glad he went to Israel until I saw his performance there. And then I think there were too many downsides because he appeared too weak and pathetic. And he's lecturing Israel while he's there, about don't make mistakes out of rage? How insulting to the people of Israel, to the Israeli leadership. I, yeah, was he lecturing? And I could have missed it, Ryan, right? He might have been lecturing Hamas somewhere else, and I missed that, but I certainly saw I certainly saw him lecturing Israel.
3: All I saw from him was the careful repeat, I might add, because he said it first, with Scott Pelley, on Sunday, 60 minutes, don't, don't don't and then pelly had to finish his sentence for him and then he thought that was so great biden did that he reprised that line in a second speech the don't and again like i said the only thing was missing is please yeah yeah there's limited fighting already on the northern israeli border and i wonder what is your message to hezbollah and its backer iran
4: don't 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 don't
3: come across the border
2: don't escalate this war that's right <laughs> is Iran- so the commander-in-chief couldn't articulate that thought himself and, and you see that's the point is the enemy can see this weakness and i know you can't put yourselves in in the mind of 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 people as evil as these enemies but but what do you think they're concluding as as they weigh okay When Israel goes into Gaza, do we take that opportunity, this from the perspective of raw evil, do we take that opportunity to flood over the northern border, to flood in through Lebanon, to flood in through Syria? Will the U.S.? Will the U.S. stand up? Will the U.S. support Israel? Will the U.S. fight for Israel? How do you think it affects their calibration when they see and hear that kind of stuff from Biden? 855-405-8255. And I'll tell you about a great poll for conservatives. Should be headlines in Colorado, but it's not because it's so great for conservatives. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show.
3: already on the northern israeli border and i wonder what is your message to hezbollah and its backer iran don't
4: don't don't
3: don't don't come across the border don't escalate this war that's right is iran
2: yeah well we'll see what the president says tomorrow night he's going to address the nation tomorrow night and and that also will come at a pivotal time right so let's see Hopefully, he'll do a better job on the national stage tomorrow night than he did at times in Israel. This was not encouraging.
4: You know, uh, years ago, I asked the Secretary of State when he and I were working in the Senate to write something for a man. he said uh, he wrote a line that uh, I think is appropriate. He said, uh, it's not we lead, not just, uh, well, I won't go into it. I'll wait later. Taking too much time.
2: Oh, because his brain failed again, right? And the enemy is constantly sizing up. And the way they size him up is made obvious by the actions they've taken, including October 7th. The horrors of October 7th. Dan, the left doesn't like Christians any more than they do Jewish people, says a texter. Uh, Dan, the funds that were given back to Iran were not released and have not been released. You are missing the point, texter. Biden on 9-11 announced that he was freeing up this six billion from iran so on 9 11 iran knows it's gonna have six billion more to spend these funds were not then refrozen until after this attack which also begs the bigger point right which is that that biden refunded iran trump had had dramatically reduced their oil revenues making it much tougher for Iran, iran's leadership uh to to fund these these groups these nazis you know, trying to eradicate Israel. And and so Trump had done it right, you know, just cut off as much as you can Iran's oil funds, and then Biden came in and he replenished, he allowed Iran to replenish those funds. That's the point. And... Um, Dan, so after they've eradicated eradicated Hamas, who's to say there aren't more that will crop up from elsewhere? Nobody can say that. But does that mean we should not have taken out Bin Laden? Does that mean we should not have worked to eliminate ISIS? No. You have to eradicate this enemy in front of you and then make the best possible moves you can to, to make sure they're not replaced. But you have to destroy that enemy in front of you. Dan, Nikki Haley is not part of the problem. She is the problem. Okay. I don't see that myself, but would love to have that discussion. Uh, There's a couple of longer texts there. Uh, Dan, even worse, Biden completely neglected to point out how smart Hamas is. Hey, I criticize Trump for that. I criticize Trump for for praising Hezbollah as smart when it happened. Um, Dan, not only do you have to separate the innocent from Hamas, but you have to separate the 62% of those people that support Hamas. Listen. As a practical matter, Hamas, Nazis, raw evil, have to be eradicated. But anybody who's paying attention knows there are lots of Palestinians in Gaza who are essentially captives of Hamas. So when you say support Hamas, how do you
3: measure that, by the way?
2: Because didn't Hamas do away with, with even the kind of farcical elections they were having there? I thought they did away with those.
3: No, it's like A totalitarian regime is prone and want to do, Dan. Yeah, they had a sham election. They won in 2006. They assumed power in 2007. Here we are 16 years later. They haven't had a subsequent election. Yeah, and listen, Hamas has killed so many
2: Palestinians, right? I I'm just being practical about this. I'm not condoning or endorsing or excusing anybody who's done anything evil, but but the reality is if if you're a Palestinian who does not want to support Hamas, you just want to live in peace, you don't want to hate Jews, you uh, you've got a you've got Hamas holding you captive essentially. You've got Hamas who has killed so many innocent Palestinians in so many different ways, including using them as human shields. It's not as easy as politics here in the United States, right? I mean, it's just not as as easy as that for the people of, of Gaza who, who do not support Hamas, the people of Gaza who are not part of Hamas. And that's all I'm saying. Israel has historically done a tremendous job, as the U.S. has. Has lost a lot of innocent lives. To try to save the lives of innocent civilians in armed conflict but uh, but how does Israel do that here when Hamas is so determined to get mass numbers of those people killed by the way, and you know we covered it yesterday when we we said initially I mean it was obvious that Israel was not behind striking that hospital. Additional reporting today makes that absolutely crystal clear, that that was not Israel that did that. It was a rocket that misfired. But the other thing you may not know is some great reporting in the Wall Street Journal, including photos, that show that even the the Hamas rocket that struck the hospital struck near the hospital. It struck in a parking lot, creating a small crater. And the main hospital building ap- appears to be without any significant damage. You know, So just, obviously, more lies. and And you... You expect those lives from the Nazis, right? Uh, Hamas, Iranian regime, but unfortunately, so many in in the media worldwide, including some American politicians, help to spread that lie. Wanted to let you know about this great poll. We'll break it down in more detail tomorrow. Emerson, an A minus poller, they're not in the pocket of the right. Uh, Emerson coming out and saying, "Hey, Biden only has a four point lead over Trump in Colorado right now." Now, if that's accurate, think about the significance of that. Biden's approval rating in Colorado right now at 33%. And here's one that you put a big smile on your face. According to this Emerson poll, polis only 41% job approval. I mean, his job approval should be zero, right? But it's it's 41%. Me personally, I think we're probably in a post-polling era where polls are just not nearly as reliable as they used to be and they were never perfect, but... But for what it's worth, we don't get many good polls for conservatives around here. So mm-hmm. I want to deep dive that some more.
3: Real Ryan, real quick, just yes. especially these state polls, Dan, every one of them, whether they're red states or blue, are leaning Trump's way. And it doesn't matter who the pollsters are.
2: Yeah, no, that's right. And uh, hey, hey, tomorrow we'll also talk about what do you want to hear from Biden tomorrow night? Ryan, you know, we've got a full six seconds here. What do you want to hear from Biden? Stronger language toward Hamas. Yeah. And an unequivocal commitment to Israel. And it has to be clear to every enemy, every enemy, they will not be allowed now to eradicate Israel. Hey, thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Kelly. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh,
2: a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.